Yo, what's going on? Welcome back, Welcome back to, to Black, Black. Melodic. Uh, I stole yeah. it from you this time. Yeah, <laughs> I stole it. It's been a while. How's everybody doing? I hope y'all are good. I'm good. It's actually mad hot in my room for some reason. Like, it's bad. Yeah. Like, I'm actually, like, sweating right now. I, don't know I had that same winter. issue last night. Uh, it was really? window closed. It was too hot. Window open. It was too cold. Oh, the dilemma. The first world the dilemma. dilemma. <laughs> of temperature. All right, let's get into our topic today. Yeah, enough we bullshit. We are going to. <laughs> we're going to answer the question of what is a genius? Or more specifically, what makes a genius? What is the first thing that comes to your head when you think of that? When you hear that, Rami? First thing that comes to my head is like uh, like academic genius. Like somebody who's like really smart. Like J- mm-hmm. Jimmy Neutron or something. Yeah. Um, that dome head. Yeah. But <laughs> that's the first thing that comes to my mind. But I mean, people like call you a genius for a lot of other things too. So like if you're a musical genius like Mozart or something. Uh, if if you're... Do people call athletes geniuses? Mm, maybe. Maybe like the... Have you ever heard that more before? Skill, no? The more skill-oriented sports, maybe. Like what? That involve less about athleticism. I don't know. Things that come to mind are curling and tennis and uh, maybe soccer or football. If more Like, I mean, like... I know some people have called Messi... And who's that other guy? Ronaldo. I don't follow football that well. Yeah, Ronaldo. They've called them geniuses for how they conduct themselves on the field. Mm-hmm. See, I agree with your definition. Like, those are things that I think of as well. And I did some digging. Not some digging. Just like a one-click YouTube um, Google search. <laughs> you did <laughs> one definition. scoop with a, with, a, with a spork on the ground. <laughs> That's I the amount of digging you did. definition exceptional intellectual or creative power or other natural ability that is what i believe that got they got that from dictionary.com and um i don't think it's a perfect definition but there are points in it that i think we can focus on Mm -hmm. specifically um well natural is like the easy one to go to so let's go to the hard one first exceptional intellectual Mm -hmm. or creative power so, it definitely means, like, you're far surpassing your peers, and you're right. much better than them in all that you do. And but then that's relative, because, like, yeah. what if you just, from a place where everybody is, like, on either end, right? Like, everybody is really bad at something, and then you're, like, okay, and then people see you as a genius. Then you're not or a genius. everybody's really good. And, like, anywhere else, they'd be considered geniuses, but in there, they're just considered, like, normal. Average. Yeah, that's how it is. You gotta be, like, you gotta be ahead of the game. You gotta, like, take what is in your society or your community, and you gotta, like, do much more with it. Yeah. I guess it has to do also with how, like, when you're young, there's some figures specifically that I want to bring up later. But mm-hmm. a lot of their common traits was that their level of genius was noticed at a or developed 
at an early at a young age. age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they combine that with some activism and some a bit of effort on their part, and they manage to make a lot of stuff with that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like exceptional creative power. That's that's an interesting like phrase. I don't know exactly what that means. Like, does that mean you just can see things people can't? Like you yeah. see a lemonade stand, you see like a normal kid lemonade stand, but like another person would see that as like a multi-million dollar venture that they developed <laughs> it. Maybe. Like I guess that is what it is. All right. So going to natural ability, I guess this is means that I had this question for you. Like, mm-hmm. do you think talent is, or do you think g- being a genius is by birth or you develop that as you grow up? Oh, um, I don't know. Like it's, there are some people like they display something that people at that age, from a young age, like aren't able to do. And then like the people around them, parents and stuff, nurture that and just like, re like you know redirect the, that person's life to be focused around that thing so they can become great at it mm. um but i don't know there are some people who are like could be considered geniuses but aren't you know it didn't develop from an early age like they sort of grew into it mm-hmm. yeah um if i had I, I wish i had some examples but <laughs> do you think a piano player is a genius or are they gifted? Sorry, that was just a question that came in my head. Is there a difference between being like musically gifted or just or being like a genius in terms of I feel like learning? genius would be like a higher tier than than gifted. Mm. I feel like there are fewer geniuses than people who are gifted. If that makes sense. You know, I brought I brought it up because um we have this I know you'll you'll know who I'm talking about. I won't say her name, but remember when we did that music production class in senior year, and we had mm-hmm. that one girl who she played the ukulele and she also sang mm-hmm. really well. Yeah. One of the more interesting things that I learned about her was that <coughs> she was able to play the piano and play the guitar, but she never mm-hmm. learned how to read sheet music. And like how she started playing the piano, she just started like humming, and then she was able to play the piano. And I just always thought that was interesting because does that mean that she was a genius in it? Or is she just like musically in like in tune? See, I don't know. Like I don't, that is really impressive. But I also like for me, because I took piano as a kid and mm-hmm. I learned by just reading. I didn't learn by, like I still, I don't have the ability to just hear something and play it, you know? Because mm-hmm. my ear isn't that like a tune. It's like a, I don't know. Like you can still speak and, you know, without being literate, if that makes sense. Like I feel like yes. reading would make it easier, but it doesn't ease, like exactly translate to your natural ability. Okay. So what do you think um, about the way she was able to do it? Uh, what do you mean? Like, what do I think about it? 
Like, do you think that was something that spoke more to her in general by her way of like learning things, or do you think that it was specifically based on music that she was just musically inclined? Because when I think of that, like, I think the first thing I think of is like, oh, does that mean that she's she can do that kind of thing for all sorts of music? Like, oh, she'd be able to learn how to play any instrument or do anything, or is it just coincidence that like piano is easy to translate from singing or something? I don't know. I mean, I don't think I know her well enough. I've never seen her in a learning environment outside of music. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I had a I had an English class with her, but I mean, she seemed to be like normal in that class. I don't think she did really well or really badly. She she was just like she did like decent in everything. Mm-hmm. But I, it's actually I'm not a really sure. good thing. It's actually a really good thing you brought up class because that related to one of these individuals that I'll just throw out. Um, you know someone named Steve Jobs? R.I.P. Steve Jobs. Yes, I know who Steve Jobs is. He is someone who many would call a genius mm-hmm. for what he did in terms of Apple, in terms of computers and technology, and just in terms of the world mm-hmm. for like his effects on shaping this era of technology and moving it forward. And one of his... Like, I did a little digging, like an actual deeper digging. Just, like, one more step. Like, some Wikipedia searches this time. Like, one additional step. And, like, I saw that in his childhood, he had um, troubles functioning in a traditional classroom setting. Especially when, like, um, interacting with authority figures. That he just did not like how classes were. He was he was really bored all the time. And I, and I was like... I was like, wow, I guess that's probably a, a natural genius, like, um, trait. trait. Like, you just don't like how things are. Like, you get bored easily, and you don't, like, learn the way that traditionally people learn in our society. Yeah, I heard that about Einstein, too, that, like, he didn't do well in math class or something. Did he, like, in drop out of fifth grade? I don't think he dropped out. I think he just failed or was expelled or something. Hmm. Yeah, it is a weird uh, coincidence. I mean, it's probably not a coincidence. It's probably, like, something about them being, like, the way somebody who's a genius is, like, how they view being in a classroom setting. Yeah. Or, like, how how they experience a classroom setting before that genius is, like, realized. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That is interesting, though. Like, I'll be honest. I know about, like, I know Steve Jobs, but I don't, like, I never did my research on, like, what exactly he did to contribute to, uh, you know, computers and the iPhone and all that. Well, he like, designed I, the first Mac, and <coughs> computer? he designed the first, all designs, except for, I think, the iPhone. I think he passed away before iPhone 6, but... He does like he's responsible for Apple for computers like even outside of Apple it's just for designing computers and making them more efficient and he did a lot of work for machine learning so like for voice recognition and like Siri and all that mm-hmm. so a lot of the technology we use today was has some influence on him 
as well as Bill Gates was another person that I'm going to get into. So the reason why he's called a genius rather than... Oh, mm-hmm. actually, I think I should speak about Bill Gates first before so I can contrast. Okay. So I did some digging, some Wikipedia digging on Bill Gates, some surface level. I want to preface that. This is completely surface. There, there might, this might not even all be facts. Um, he, on the other hand, was someone who was another type of genius that I think, or another type of like unique person that like was different than Steve Jobs. As opposed to him, he was a kind that was like always interested in school and always interested in like doing stuff. Like mm-hmm. he was part of this, he was part of this like computer club in eighth grade that like would like fix bug fix bugs or like exploit bugs, mm-hmm. in like the school computer system, and they ended up getting banned as a club because he kept like messing around with it, and he took oh, that I interest heard a rumor. and he kept doing more of it. What happened? I was about to say I heard a rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it was mm-hmm. like that he hacked Bill Gates when he was like in middle school or high school or something hack yeah. the, the school's like computer system to put mm-hmm. him in classes with all girls or something like that <laughs> <laughs> i actually don't know that sounds true he did hack, i'm pretty sure he hacked his school system but i heard that i was funny. like that's so funny how do you do that in middle school i wasn't even interested in girls in middle school i don't like know if that. it was in middle school or high school but it was Man, like it's pretty funny you know around maybe 14 15 he was like at that age so yeah probably high school that's funny. Well, you got the power, but he on like he on the other hand like thrived in a classroom setting. School. And, but he did have the same kind of ambition as Steve Jobs. But one of the main differences I think between them was that Steve Jobs was like known as like an asshole. Was known as really? a guy who was very self centered, and so I don't want to slander his name because he's dead. But I'm just yeah. just like based on actual like past Wikipedia like. I've seen videos, I've read articles and testimonies from people who worked with him and served, like, I'm saying served under him, because that's how it felt like for them. There was this video I watched on YouTube where it was just, like, nine minutes of, like, several moments where Steve Jobs was just mad rude. There was this one time where he was giving a presentation and his clicker wasn't working. Mm -hmm. And, like, he, like, he looked at it and he looked at, like, the sound guy or something like, on in the first row, and he, like, threw it at him. He was like, give me another one. And it was so bad. Damn. It was, like, it was terrible. And it was, there was it one another like time he was coming out. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kanye's the next guy. Yo, how did you know? <laughs> I had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, I'm not going to call him a genius. That's just a, I'm just going to say that now. But I'm going to talk about how, it was just crazy. Bill Gates, I mean, no, Steve Jobs was just, there was another time he was coming out to give a presentation and he walked out and he said, everybody quiet, please. But people were still mumbling. And then he just left. He just walked out. He said, I'm not doing this. He was very, And he just left the venue? He just left. Yeah, he left the stage. I don't know if he left the venue. He left the stage. What do you yeah. think about that? Like, what are your thoughts? Um... I think, I don't know. I mean, if you're you live a life when everybody's celebrating you like so so often, it becomes easier mm-hmm. to forget that you're not the only person out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
it's crazy. And when you make, granted, a lot of things you do, like, you know, make, like, if you contributed a lot to society the way Steve Jobs did, you are a very important person, but you're also one person. You're not, like, you know, it doesn't give you the right to disrespect that many people on that level. Mm-hmm. Because then you feel like people owe you because you gave them something that is, like, deemed universally so, like, great. Yeah. And then that's, you know, that's that's no bueno. (laughs) You know I'm interested in software development and, like, all kinds Mm -hmm. of stuff. So I'm always reading articles and, like, researching, like, how to do better, like, how to improve myself for, like, interviews and stuff. And one of the main things about doing interviews in jobs in general that, that... Things that I've read say that having a good attitude is one of the most important things. Sure, talent is important, but unless you're someone like Steve Jobs, it won't matter. And then it kind of like if that kind of message kind of sends you. Yeah, and you're not like in the top one percent of all like programmers, then Mm -hmm. you have no excuse to have a bad attitude. So it kind of gives the message that you have you get a pass. If you're a genius, that it it allows you to circumvent a lot of societal standards and norms. What do you think about that? So you're saying like the, you know, if you're a genius, that like people will accommodate you being a jerk. That's what it implies. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on the situation. Like, how valuable is that person's skill? You know, mm-hmm. if that person has a, re- a skill that's, like, incredibly valuable that can't be found anywhere else, yeah, that makes sense. Because then they can act <laughs> like whatever they want, but if they're contributing to you or your company or whatever, yeah. then you're going to... Even if they have the worst attitude, your company's still going to be ahead of other companies. <laughs> like, just by that much because that person is there, you know? Yeah. So you'd be like, oh, it's worth it. Would you say it's worth it? Let's say you had a company that was worth $100,000. And if this person was part of your company, he turned it into $100 million worth. But he's a complete asshole. And he reduced his company morale by 50% every day. Every day? <laughs> yeah. Like, it splits in half. Say, like, like, it'll never be zero, so you won't have, like, an empty company, but it gets increasingly terrible. <laughs> nah, like, he's then- that bad. I don't think, no, well, I feel like that would be unrealistic, because if it was that bad, then, then the company wouldn't able be able to get to $100 million. No, but your company is so, he makes your company so much better in terms of, like, the services they're providing to people, that mad investors are just so, like, they just throw money at your company, or you just get mad revenue and mad profits. Like, he, he's able to minimize your losses and increase your profits. Like, he is, he is the key. He is the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn. Yeah. See. Questions, decisions, choices, views, plays. <laughs> I think that it would be, like... I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. I mean, that person clearly doesn't need you. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, Steve Jobs, if he's I employed guess. by somebody and 
but his skill like far surpassed anybody else there, including his like, you know, superiors. Mm-hmm. It would be clear that he didn't need the company to be great, right? He was already great. But then the company yeah. would be in a position where it needs him, so it's like playing, you know, what's that expression? Yeah. Walking on uh, thin ice. Walking thin on thin ice. ice. Or eggshells, something like that. Yeah, um, you're walking on a tightrope. Walking on something. That's basically, not good yeah. for your <laughs> You're walking on something <laughs> that you shouldn't be walking on. <laughs> um, and I, I wouldn't want to put uh, my company like under that. I feel like there'd be other geniuses out there who have a much better attitude. Maybe not as great, but still great enough to be incredibly valuable and keep the company running well. Okay. All right. Let's 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 hold on to that question. Let's see by the end of the podcast if your answer changes. Let's go to our last okay. pseudo genius. And I say pseudo not because I don't think he's a genius, which I don't, but because you don't want to struggle. We got to get ego. this definition. We got to get. <laughs> we don't. We got to get this definition. Oh yes, he's got an ego, <laughs> and ego is a very important thing. So Kanye West did some digging, but I didn't need to do much digging because you know, like I'm always, know I'm always about, about this him. man. <laughs> <laughs> so it only took a basic review of things that I already knew about. So as a child, he was he had a single mom. I mean, he was raised by a single mom. His mom, his dad is alive, but I think their parent his parents divorced. And as a child, he wrote poetry. He had some sort of affinity for music at an early age. And when like he was 12 years old, he for his birthday, his mom gave him like money that he used for studio time to record this one song this one like kid song so basically he was the type of kid that like he didn't have always interested and i think that i wanted to ask you like how much you think privilege comes into play in nurturing genius because as opposed to gates and steve jobs he didn't have access to the type of like education and type of like resources they had like bill gates had like was able to like get computer like buy mini computers to like toy around with them and program yeah and, like fix stuff and, and like destroy stuff yeah and connie on the other hand like was in was in south side chicago <laughs> mm-hmm. he had to like scrape his money to like get stuff and to develop stuff and he ended up becoming a not a genius he he became a storied and successful mm-hmm. artist and do you think that do you think his qualifications <clears throat> of himself as a genius are warranted i honestly Kanye? don't even know w- what makes him think that he's a genius based on is it because of music i hope it's not because of fashion <laughs> no offense yeah. to his clothing, but like it's nothing that's like gonna. It's nothing that changes the world. His Yeezys are pretty like relevant in pop culture, but that's only because See, he's a rapper. If he didn't, do I music- need to talk to somebody. I was about to say, like, if if I wanted to talk to somebody who's like actually knows stuff about fashion. Oh yeah, and and I wanted to be like, do you think Kanye West's fashion, like his shoes or his clothes or whatever, mm-hmm. that he would be famous in the fashion world if he wasn't already known? In music and in hip hop, I'm not because, a fashion person. 
Because I, I, <laughs> like, I, I can say that Kanye's fashion isn't good, but I also don't know anything about fashion. There's a lot of stuff that is made by, like, top-notch designers that I wouldn't call good either, you know? Just because I'm not versed in that art. Like, I don't know anything about it. Yeah. So I'm not one like my opinion doesn't really mean anything when I say I don't like his clothes or they're not good or whatever. But it does and it it, it kind of does cuz you're part of the consumer which is probably the most important part about fashion. Yeah, but like, if I'm not part of his uh what's it called? His market, his target market, it doesn't matter. Oh. If he's not trying to sell to me, then <laughs> can't it. afford it. <laughs> I guess yeah. his shoes, I know his whole clothes are designed to cater to a much higher tax bracket than us. Yeah, but the sneakers. You mean existing tax bracket? <laughs> yeah, not future tax bracket. Hopefully not. But actually, no. I don't. I don't ever want to afford. I don't ever want to buy those shoes, even if I could afford them, or his clothes in general. Yeah, me either. I honestly think it's all for music, but his art, his um, his showcases are pretty popular. Like a lot of people come out to it. But I think it's just because, like, he, like, pressures Because it's Kanye. Like, yo, yeah. Yo, you're not going to come to <laughs> You're not going to come to my, my art showcase? Really? You're not, you're not going to do that? I got yeah. you an invitation and everything. And he said, like, all black people. Honestly, he said, all black people in Atlanta. Don't, don't go Louis Vuitton. Don't shop at Gucci. Oh, <laughs> oh Gucci. <laughs> it was Louis. I don't remember what no, the show No, I think it was Louis Vuitton. I think it was. It was, that was crazy. He think he had power over all black people. Like yeah, they probably see, their sales probably went up Louis? that day. Honestly, yeah. Like just He's just, just for people to spite him. He is just crazy. So, I guess out of all those, out of the three people that I named, who would you say would be most representative of a genius based on what we talked about? Um. Well, to be honest, like, I know Bill Gates created, like, the first Windows computer, right? Yeah. And then Steve Jobs created the first Mac. What was there before that? And why were they such big, like, improvements? Um, Before that, this age of, like, the home computer, personal computer, it was mm-hmm. a lot of... <laughs> the only computers that were available were, one, mad expensive huge like they took up the size of rooms and they were specifically catered for scientific computing and for like researching stuff and doing like things in labs like they had nothing to do with personal people so only like um i'm trying to see what's a good number maybe like there's only like 60 computers in in the united states or something oh they were too expensive and like nobody could use them except for science they were hard to to use too they were hard to use. Who had access to one? Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. They had... Oh, no. Steve Jobs, I guess, had access to Windows, right? What do you mean by had access? Like, you said Windows? you said Bill Gates had computers to, like, play around with, like, in the club. Oh, like, he bought, like, many, like, devices. I don't know if computer is the right word, but, like, he was able to, like, toy around with them. And I think his school actually had computers. I think that was when the transition... Like, they were part of the transition from... Those like clunky computers to personal computers. I think his school had computers too, but they weren't the kind that were like personal computers yet. They were just like the big ones. It's like there's a computer room and there's like two computers there. I think. I don't want to be wrong. You know, Wikipedia is not the most reliable source. Yeah. 
but they allowed for all of us to have basically they're they're the reason why we have computers and everything that's related to media now that revolves around everybody having computers like facebook google youtube it's all because of not all because of but it's a lot yeah i mean if people didn't have computers none of that would you know would be popular or successful yeah And smartphones, too. Don't sleep right. on them smartphones. So, yeah, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. And then we, I'm going to tell you just one more thing. Well, the, I'm not... I'm gonna, I don't know enough about what Bill Gates and Steve Jobs did, so I couldn't tell you, like, you know... Based on what we talked about, who do you think would be most representative of a genius? In the based on what we talked podcast? about? Yeah. Um... See, I don't know. It's hard to compare two people who are like in a computer world and then one person who's like in the arts because okay. their contributions are so different. Mm-hmm. And like arts, it's something that like, you know, is more of like a luxury. But like people like okay. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs, like they actually made made people's lives but, easier. Like just through technology, think- you know? Do you think the impact of their ability matters? Because remember the definition here. It doesn't even have to be your definition, but the definition here was exceptional intellectual or creative power. Oh, right, Or the right. natural ability. Do you think the impact matters as much as the implementation of it? Or like, No, I'm asking you if you think that should factor into it. Like how they impact the people around them. Or is it more uh, about the like the magnitude of what they did? I think it's like uh, after. I mean, when you get to a certain point, if you're a genius and you're like fully realized, you know, you're able to mm-hmm. nurture that thing that made you a genius. I think impact does matter after a while. Like once you're at a level where you're starting to impact lives, I think how you impact those lives. And, you know, the result mm. of that is important. Yeah. So you so, gotta show off. What? There's no such thing as a closet genius? No, that's not what I was saying. Oh. Yeah. I was, I was thinking that, of, like, how Albert Einstein and Newton, like, I feel like at first they were just doing, they were just mad interested in, like, how the world worked. And then eventually they was like, yo, I gotta share this with somebody. I gotta write mm-hmm. some stuff. So could you be saying that eventually a genius has to share their genius with someone else? Well, that's the whole... I mean, they don't have to, but they have to... In order for it, like, exceptional... What was it? Exceptional ability. Intellectual or creative power. Intellectual creative power to be demonstrated. There has to be somebody to witness that. I think. Mm. So if a tree or else, falls... Uh, I feel like demonstration, no half it. of that is somebody seeing it, yeah. Mm. And I mean, I mean, it doesn't mean they won't be a genius, you know, if somebody doesn't hear it, but it probably wouldn't get nurtured if nobody saw it and, like, you know, put them in the right environment so it would grow. It's possible, okay. but it's highly unlikely. Um, anyway, I think that... 
I would say it would be between Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. Okay. What is what is the thing that makes you makes you think either one? Well, actually, we could delete. We could just leave it at that if you can't yeah, decide. Well, I was just gonna say because Steve Jobs brought smartphones. Um, I don't, and I mean, obviously, this is just me thinking he brought. He he obviously could have like you know upgraded something that was already there. Mm-hmm. But Steve Jobs, people like the iPhone is the thing that you know spread around the world. The Bill Gates made personal computers, right? Which is like the predecessor. So I mean, yeah, you know. Okay, yeah. I have one more follow-up question, but I ask you at the end. So okay. one more thing that I wanted to bring up was something that you might have heard of: the ten thousand hours rule. Oh, I've heard and of that. This yeah. was actually found. This was a theory that was founded by an individual named Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. who was like a psycho, I don't know the term, it's like a psychologist, psycho-philosopher, I don't even know. He was something that, he was someone that his studies dealt with the human mind, mm-hmm. and he his theory was that you needed 10,000 hours of deliberate practice to become world-class in any field. And... Firstly, to, to be to be what, a what master of that thing, right? To like master for to achieve mastery. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I've never tried it that? out to be honest, but it seems like it makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, the, I'm gonna throw some examples at you soon, but um, what do you think? Do you think that's you agree with that? First, ten thousand hours. I should have done the calculation. But that's a lot of days. It is. It is not. That's not a short amount of time. <laughs> that yo, know, that a is a long years, time. Yeah. And it's not a f- just a few years. It's a few years like straight. You know, like not including sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Not including anything, any other time spent. You know. You definitely got to dedicate your life to those. You can't do too many ten thousand hours. <laughs> yeah. You only got a few of them. Uh, okay, and a lot of examples that I saw that were brought up were one, Bill Gates, who we already talked about, because he was programming and toying around with computers since his teenage years, and by now he's like old enough to have surpassed the 10,000 hour limit, whatever that limit actually is. I don't know how many years that is. For some reason, 9.7 is the thing that pops in my head when I think of 10,000 hours. 9.7 years? probably a master of a mastery of the computer and another one who well, i know you'll love this example the beatles well actually i don't know if you'll love it maybe you might yeah just i'm about to say why do you think i love that example because <laughs> you love you love music <laughs> okay they actually i didn't i don't know that much about the beatles but one thing that i saw that was interesting is that they actually played all night gigs in german nightclubs a long time before they actually came to America for the first time. Mm-hmm. They played eight-hour gigs for a continuous amount of time. So, in a sense, you could say that they were harnessing their craft so that when they came to America, they just hit it like, boom. Mm-hmm. Like, what is this music? Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff that went into the Beatles being popular, but, yeah, they're good, no doubt about it. Um, yeah. 
yeah, you do think that there are some, when it comes to music, there's a lot of like reasons that can go into it. Because if it's like a new sound, if mm-hmm. it's, I think, you think the foreign element had to do with it as well? Possibly. But they were a world sensation, right? It wasn't just, yeah. like America was a big part, like them coming to America. But um, America it wasn't just super America. country. It, yeah, it wasn't just America and the UK that liked them. It was like everybody, you know. Yeah. Like once it got to other places of the world, like South America or Africa or whatever, mm-hmm. or Asia, like, like it hit, like resonated with people there too. Yeah. Um, do, you think, do you think that had to do with their practicing or with their talent? I don't know. I don't know enough about the Beatles uh, to answer to understand that, but or mm-hmm. to answer that. But I think it's like both of that had to do, you know, their talent. But their mm-hmm. talent was, you know, became what people call their talent because of all that time that they spent practicing. You know, because before you okay. nurture it, it's just called potential. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's fully, you know, developed, then it's people call you talented or, you know, great or a genius or whatever. Mm. That is what a genius is, I guess. Potential waiting to be tapped and fleshed out and nurtured. Mm-hmm. But the, the, mm. I mean, I guess there are people who have potential and even if it is realized, like it doesn't get to a point where somebody would call them a genius. I feel like you have to have, like, a rapid improvement. You know, like, Mozart, he was playing, like, making his own, like, full concerts when he was, like, five or something. What? Stop. What? No. (laughs) Is that serious? I know he could, he was, like, performing, like, complicated pieces when he was five. Wow. I think that's, no, that's when he wrote his first concert, yeah. When he was five. Amazing. It's crazy. I mean, people thought he people thought that denial. he signed just... that he like sold his soul to the devil. That's how crazy he was. <laughs> Damn. You could have brought that up in the beginning. I, I don't even know if anything I would have said would have mattered. Doing stuff at five years old. <laughs> yeah, at five. That has nothing to do with ten thousand hours. Yeah, he probably sold his soul to something. <laughs> There's no way he did ten thousand ten thousand hours of anything before that. That's crazy. That's, 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 that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like, people don't really believe it. Or people just think of it like, eh. Like, when you compare eh. that, like, no, but I mean, like, because it was so long ago, so people just sort of, like, you know, put it to the side. But if you compare that to anybody else who's great at what they that's do crazy. today, were they, were yeah. they great at it at five years old? <laughs> I don't even know. I, I I don't know. I don't even know what the point is. <laughs> That's true, genius. I, I thought you said about that. The first five minutes. Is this common knowledge that people five years old do a Well, I guess because I took piano lessons, I kind of figured it out. Like at that point, or not figured it out. Like I was taught it, or someone told me. But I'm pretty so sure they told though, you like, like you'll never be as good as Mozart because you had no, to. No, but they're saying like when they show old. you a Mozart piece, or like when you're learning a Mozart piece, they tell you a little bit about Mozart. And that's what that's one of the things that they say. It's that's like crazy. one of his, the most famous like facts about him. I thought you knew. That's, where would I learn this? 
I don't know. Just around. It's probably come up. Is this before. common knowledge? This isn't common knowledge. About Mozart? I think it is. <laughs> Mozart? You know, a lot of people don't even know his first name. Oh, well, I mean, if you take a particular topic. Or his topic, middle name. <laughs> Not that many people know anything about piano players in general. <laughs> no, but I was going to say that, like, if you sit, take, like, a subject, like, yeah, you know, a subject that you could dive into, like Mozart, mm-hmm. like, it's probably, if you go to his Wikipedia, it's probably, like, at the first, yeah. either in that first paragraph in the beginning or, like, in the, the first few sentences of the early life. Do you think section. in this society, people Google searching famous piano players? I think, yes. I think enough people. I mean, not for enough for, it, for everybody to know it, but I mean, I just assume yeah, that people definitely would some know people that about him. him. You know? I yeah. just figured the that only, people knew that about the him. The piano player that I grew up learning about is Beethoven. Beethoven. That I yeah. had, like, that I was given, like, actual exposure to through, like, some TV show references. But all of that else, I had to, like, learn about that, like, through sideways, like Bach and Mozart. Wasn't uh, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star written by Mozart? It was either Mozart or another, like, famous composer. I think it was Mozart. Mm. Yeah. Wow. So, like, he, it's a good history he, lesson. Weird. <laughs> so he... So like, you got any other spectrum. hidden facts that you think I know about? That no, that one is, I think, less mind. known than, than him being uh, a genius at five years old. What 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 is it? The Twinkle Twinkle Little Star? Yeah, is that really heavily known? Oh, if, if anyone's listening to this, <laughs> yeah, please weigh in. <laughs> I, I've never even heard about that. I didn't even know anything about Mozart's childhood. I didn't even know he was a composer. I feel like all the famous piano players became composers later, but just I didn't know anything. Five years old. I didn't know anyone was doing anything like that at five years old. <laughs> you thought people were still. I know some kids were like ruling countries at five years oh, old. Oh, uh, Louis the Fourteenth, right? He was king at five, like five years old. Or, uh, yeah, it's just. But then, like, he couldn't know. really do anything because he was five. So, like, they waited until he turned mm-hmm. like sixteen or something, so he could actually. Be yeah, there. and then he started ruling things. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. We gotta <laughs> we gotta save that for another day. This is just yeah. blowing my mind right now. All right, I think this is everything about being a genius that was planned out. Yeah, I'm done. Do you have anything else you want to add? Um, oh, I guess uh, we kind of talked about a little about this a little bit before we started recording. But at what point uh, does like effort and like the ability to just persevere and keep training? Like that 10,000 hours thing, right? I feel like if you're a genius versus if you're not a genius in that thing. And like, let's say you're a genius at like uh, rapping and I'm not, right? And then we each spend 10,000 hours like honing our craft. At the end of that 10,000 hours, like, would I be considered a genius as well or no? I mean, it depends. It even depends on, like, what is a master at 10,000 hours, because that still is relative. Like, what makes yeah, you so true. absolute that you're a master in that skill? Right. I don't know. I thought you were going, like, um, I could do in 5,000 hours what you could do in 10,000 if I was a genius. Then, like, right. I would need less time to become a master. 
but like there's no like definite level of mastery yeah i don't know yeah i mean that question of does pure effort like can it contend with just natural talent and ability mm. maybe maybe that's it <laughs> who knows that's <laughs> Do you want me to well, give you okay. an answer? Yeah. It can't. No. Talent beats all. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Was there, is there like somebody who was, I don't know. I feel like everybody who's like well known for doing a particular thing, like music worked or, you know, athletes or something. Yeah, they worked at yeah. it, but a lot of them were also naturally gifted too. Uh-huh. Whereas, like, and sometimes you can't beat that. I was about to say, like, get into who's, a bigger who's discussion. famous, or yeah, I guess famous part of it. But I mean, who's great at something that didn't have the ability, or didn't have the natural talent or potential to do it? Like, I guess at eighteen they decided, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then like they just um, spent their life doing it and became great at it and became like renowned for it. Um. Because I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. There, there are. Well, George Bush was someone who was known for like he had this one speech that he gave for a commencement for a college, and he mm-hmm. said for A and B students, you guys are gonna be like doctors, lawyers, or something, and for all the mm-hmm. C students, you guys could be president of the United States, because he was a yeah. C student as well, <laughs> and he managed to work i guess he worked hard at it he yeah. was part of a ambition he was part of like a he was privileged okay part of a presidential oh, yeah. family or i mean his dad was but president. he did work at it he did work at it <laughs> oh yeah be i fair. believe that i don't believe that he was like lazy like it may it makes sense i mean he could have been but i mean it seems like it makes sense for him to be hardworking too yeah um the glow up is always possible. You just gotta work at it. But I mean, something like a president is like most presidents are, you know, older in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's not you know someone who could be a great president. Like, it's usually not like something that's demonstrated from when they're really young. You know. Yeah. So. Uh, but you know. for that to be demonstrated when you're young, they would have had to have some sort of talent for it, right? Right. And your question was like, if someone didn't look like they had the talent, but grew into right. it. Right. Oh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm going to be president 20... What's a good time to dive in? <laughs> Maybe 2028. <laughs> 2028 looking ripe. <laughs> 2028 is mad early. So, I don't care. I'll be 30. Would you even be, oh, I'm about to say, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be old enough. So? What? If Trump can do a lot of things he can do, I'm pretty sure I could break that. I could break that trend. I'll be like, Yeah, so but what? Trump has That's money me. and fans and fame. Are y'all being racist? Do you say the black man can't be put? I'll just drown them out with all that. <laughs> You'd have to be they stupid rich beforehand. Oh. Wait, what? Do I necessarily need money? 
to run for president? I know. No, I can get donors. Uh, I mean, Trump's like platform. He like always. No, I'm like, talking about to, that. to to run in a way where you like break all the norms of like a campaign. You probably have to be. How would I rich. need money? How would it, well, like what would the money go towards? Because if you have donors, you're bound by those donors in how to act and how to what to say, or else they'll just stop funding you. That is how like most presidents, ninety nine percent of right, well, but you said <laughs> most presidents are like that. Like you need people to back you. Yeah, I'll just but you said if you're trying to run when you're younger. Yeah. I feel like you and you'd have to have a huge. You'd have to have huge clout, like. Yeah, people would have to be making exceptions for you, you know? You'd yeah, have to be either really, really, really talented or just have mm-hmm. a lot of influence. Yeah, I'll get influence. Are you saying money? <laughs> Are you saying money is influence? <laughs> I'll get that influence. Yeah, but money given to the right people at the right time, too, I guess. So you're saying bribing people? <laughs> yeah, that's probably part of it. I will, uh, I will, or you I can just wait four years and run at 35. <laughs> no, why would I just submit myself to a society that doesn't that doesn't work for my people just because? So then, why works. why don't you just run now? I don't have a campaign yet. I gotta I gotta. It takes time. It takes ten thousand hours to build a campaign that's suitable and that works. I don't know what I want. If I go into the office, I'll be terrified. <laughs> I'll be sweating. The hands of the army. Oh man. Putting the keys okay. to the army in my hands. We're far off topic now. I think we should yeah. wrap it up. We should. I'm gonna run for president though. Actually, no, nah, I won't. I'm about to say right. <laughs> if anyone it's just nah, mad work. I was gonna say if it's anyone like that we know would run for president, it would, uh, I don't wanna mention him by name. But he's Ghanaian. Oh or he's Ghanaian American. He's watch out for him. He he's taken a lot of political courses in high school yeah. and college. He's actually very intelligent if he puts his mind to it. If he wasn't so damn lazy <laughs> and so inconsistent. <laughs> let's end the podcast. I'm sorry. Let's uh, just, yeah. let's just Thank here. you everybody for listening to Black Melodic. Uh if you have a friend who think you think they'd be interested in listening to this episode or maybe another episode, uh just share it with them. See how to see what mm-hmm. they think. Uh, if you want to send if in you have any questions, questions to us, yeah. Uh, if you have any questions or like comments or something, either leave a comment under or rate us on iTunes. Or you and can send them in. And if you knew that Mozart, Mozart at the age of five, yeah. conducted yeah, so a whole concert by himself. I'm gonna look that up right after this. All right, this sure. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> ridiculous. Send them in on? to uh, they feeding these kids. Send them black and melodic at gmail. Yeah, black and melodic at gmail.com. So that's black and a and d melodic at gmail.com. Uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, Toby 2018. 2028. 2018? <laughs> in two years, I'm like, uh, Trump not doing it right. I gotta step in. Oh no, one year. Oh, he's getting inaugurated <laughs> in two days. Oh yeah, we gotta end this now. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Yeah. I'm done. Uh, bye everybody. See you in the next episode. Peace out. Bye. Bye.